Voyage to the Stars. Special announcement. Greetings, flesh creatures. In an effort to provide you with supplemental listening materials, we have unearthed additional logs not included in previous voyages. Please enjoy. Have a pleasant existence. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. So, so, so sorry. Not sorry. Oh, vast ye mateys, tis an episode of Sorry Not Sorry on the beautiful blue beyond. I'm not sure if anyone actually calls the ocean on earth the beautiful blue beyond, but there's a lot of alliteration to it and me like ye. I am going to spend a little time with some of my compatriots here on the ship. I am trying to make up for lost time in that I'm very envious of my colleagues for having their various logs and posts and doodads and uh, I'm very interested in finding out more about and I don't know why this could be other than that perhaps there is some part of the Natalie in me who feels she missed out on one young Tucker's upbringing. I find myself wanting to connect with Tucker a little bit more and find out what it is poor Natalie missed when she disappeared low those many years ago. Tucker, are you busy? Oh, hey, what's up, sorry, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm in the middle of a very important Sorry Not Sorry episode. Could I trouble you for a chat? Oh, well, you know what? It's so funny that that's what you're doing. Because I am also listening to Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. That is an incredible coincidence, to say the least. What is that, just a little Walkman? Is that a, ta- is that a cassette tape in there? Or... Yes, I'm listening to a Walkman. I've got a cassette, uh, bunch of cassettes that I've saved um, and uh, brought with me on this boat. Uh, and I just kind of found it, and they're all pretty cool. Uh, looks like they're, it's like a mixtape of stuff. Um, so uh, I believe that that's all I'm doing. Uh, it's just listening to music and chilling out and uh, doing my thing. Because I can come back if you want to finish listening to, you know, that song or that particular mixtape. You know what? Forget it. I'm done. Moment's ruined. Don't want to do it okay. anymore. Well, you don't have to throw the cassette over the... No, nah, man, fuck this thing. Get this wow. out of here. That's very... You know what? Get all these cassettes out of here. Just throw them all you away. T- Tucker, what are you doing? You might regret that. I'm not I sure what you're trying to prove right now. I immediately regret it. Immediately. Well, I'm sure they're salvageable. Cassette tapes are very hardy, and nothing ever goes wrong with them. I'm sure that the salt water that we're sailing through will be easy on them. I'm sure it won't eat them away immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't mind, I would like to have a little tete-a-tete with you, wherein I discover a little bit more about what I would like to refer to as Youngy Tucky. Uh-uh. I'd love to hear a little Excuse bit more me. about Youngy Tucky. Yummy Tucky? No, no, not yummy, like, mmm, that tastes good. Youngy, like, oh, you're young, but it's a cute way of saying it. Youngy Tucky. Is, do people not say, like, Youngy Elsa? No. Youngy Stu? Absolutely not. Nobody says that. 
youngie? How about Widow Tux? Widow? Widow is even closer, but it sounds like I'm a baby. Oh, I was saying Widow, like you had oh, like, been previously married. Like I was in a gay marriage and he died. Yeah, yeah, mm, just yeah. something fun. Just something fun I was trying out. I just feel like, and I don't want you to get too excited because I know that you can be a bit clingy when you feel that Natalie is in the mix, as it were. Oh, is she? Mama? Are you there? Oh, boy. Why did I... Why would mama? I... Oh, okay. I you know knew, what? I knew I'm my gonna mama would come in. out in the programming. I'm just gonna lean into this. Youngie Tucker... No. Widow... Mm, Tucker? Yes, mama. I'd love to hear more about what your childhood was like before... All of the other stuff that I, I know to be true about you, because you've, you've spoken of it before, like your adventures at space camp or your insurance salesmanship. I'd love to know more about the boy. Mm-hmm. The boy. What were you like as a young man? And I mean youngie, you know? Youngie, not like teen, youngie. The widow. Yes. Well... I'd like to say, you know, um, that I was just a normal kid, but that would be a lie. I grew up in a small town. Obviously, my grandparents owned a peanut farm, so... Obviously. It was a rural area that I spent most of my young time in, and I used to ride my bike around and shoot bottle rockets off of it. Can I be fun. honest? So far, you are sounding like the most common, most normal child. No, things were not normal with me. At a certain age, my voice changed. I what? started out with a higher-pitched voice, and it got lower, and I started growing hair all over my body. And it was around this That's time that I also developed a bit of a skin issue. I'm afraid you might just be describing puberty for all American boys. Mm, I don't know about everybody else. This was something that was just happening to me. What did you call the skin condition? Hmm? What did you call the skin condition? Acne. Hmm. I used to use this stuff called Oxy-10. I'm not sure what its original use is for, but it worked pretty well at getting rid of the unzapping my zits. That's like what I liked to call it all by myself and just me. Hmm. And I'd go to school and, well, you know, things were a little... My school was a little different than other people's schools. There were cliques. There were the cool kids and mm-hmm. the theater kids and the sporty jocks and the nerds. And, you know, that was... Probably not like that anywhere else. We would have lunch in the middle of the day. Huh. Uh, so that's something that was different. And uh, I'd have to take a math class. I'd have to take an English class. These are all these crazy things that happened to me when I was younger. And, uh, you know, after four years, I graduated. I feel, first of all, that you jumped ahead and you took yourself mm-hmm. right out of Youngie Tucky. And right into puberty, Tucky. And I feel like... Oh, no, I started getting the pimples and my voice changed after I graduated high school. Okay. Wait, is that... Were you a prodigy? Did you graduate high school at a very young age? No, I was not a rapper. Um, I uh, 
the day I graduated high school, I felt a little tingle in my man bag, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Could you specify more? My testicles fell out of my body and lowered down. When you say they fell out of your body, are you saying they weren't visible at all when you were younger? They were there. They were just tucked, no pun intended, oh boy, up you inside really have a of tough me. name, buddy. Tough, tough I name. I know, I know. Yes, tuck. A lot Did of groin stuff connected. Uh, crushes? Sure. Yeah, bro- that's when you were experiencing groin pains. Yes, uh, I was having some groin pains. Um, did you have crushes yeah. on uh, little young uh, ladies? I did. I had a huge crush on Alyssa Milano. Hmm. She also hosts a podcast called Sorry Not Sorry. Uh, and I used to have a poster of her up wearing some jean shorts and a little white shirt. Speaking of tux. Uh, but, uh, you know... Did you dress up for Halloween when you were a boy, Tucker? Did you dress up as a police officer or a space captain? Did you just ask me if I dressed up for Halloween when I was a boy? You betcha. Uh, yes. Yes, as a boy, I certainly did dress up for Halloween. Uh, first few years, pretty basic stuff. Fireman, cowboy, detective. But then, uh, things got a little, a little weird. My, I was raised by my grandparents who took Halloween very seriously, and they kind of used me to express their own artistic... Ideas, I suppose. So I never really got to pick my Halloween costume. So I was the Pan's Labyrinth creature one year. My oh. Grandfather wanted me to do that, and then one year oh, I. Margaret. Yes, one year my. One year I went as myself. A year earlier, so it was a lot of makeup applied to, and I had to, you know, crouch down a little bit. It was very uncomfortable. Uh... I went as a box once, which was very uncomfortable. Um, Were you just uh, in a box? No, no. I had to hold the shape of a box, and I had a couple of cardboard panels taped to the side of my body to square out the box. But that does that sounds extraordinarily painful. It was very painful. That's why it's you know, for me. Halloween is it's just a bad memory. I just want to revisit this idea that your grandparents were extremely artistic and that one year you went as the guy from Pan's Labyrinth, yet another yes. year you were a box. Is well, that, uh, that yes, doesn't I seem mean, as creative on their part. But I was a human being a box. I mean, this is, uh, you know, you've, you know, art is a whole another uh, world. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe there's one may look at something very complicated and say, well, that clearly is good art. But then somebody might look at something that's, you know, not complicated, a pebble, and go, well, I think that pebble is great art. Tucker? Yes? Remember when you wanted me to warn you if I felt your voice was becoming too pompous? Hmm, yes. I'm starting Do you think to that time has come now? I think you're starting to get you're starting to get a little overblown with the falsity, and I know that you were worried that people would not want to hang out with you. You know, I just... there was one time when I was walking around in the forest behind my home, behind the peanut farm, and I came across a spaceship. 
It looked like a silver teardrop. And I climbed aboard and got to go on a bit of an adventure. You you just threw that in in the middle of talking about your acne and, oh, by the way, I came it upon a It was a highlight. It was a highlight. And a, it was a highlight. What, uh, what kind of aliens were inside this There were shape? no aliens. The ship itself was the alien. Mm-hmm. And why did it need you? Uh, it needed me to help navigate it. Hmm. Apparently there was no more navigators, and so I joined the team, and I was the last navigator. Why? How did you know what to do? Very intuitive. Working as just... this light, in this light of, of the navigator, as it were. Well, uh, you know, I just had to look at an area, and the ship did the rest. It saw where I was looking. It would set the coordinates to where I was just looking and take me there. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit. No it's offense. Not. It's a real story. It really happened to me. It's my life. This is the real tea. Did I, I ever tell was... you about oh, when oh. I went tubing? Uh, down the river? No. There was a small river about 20 miles from the peanut farm. And you could take an inner tube and just float down the river. And, you know, families and groups of people would always go well by grandparents would never take me uh, so I had to go by myself Mm -hmm. Um, and I would float down the river. I didn't have an inner tube so I just would float on an old plastic bag that I inflated with my own breath Mm -hmm. and uh, I'd just grip onto that plastic bag and float down the river past families having fun and laughing and drinking beers and playing uh, you know, some form of tennis with rackets, but they're on on, you know, inner tubes and they're hitting a ball back and forth and there's no net, so it's not really a tennis like a because there's no, there's no net you know, without a net it, it, you shouldn't call it tennis then it's just paddle ball or something but, you know, tennis implies what I'm saying is, tennis implies a net dividing the two players and if you are on an inner tube on a river. There's no real way to have an organized net constantly between you. I suppose you could imagine a net, but then you're really leaving it up to each other to imagine whether or not you've cleared the net with the ball. But the thing about balls and tennis is that they're always together. They're always working on the same thing. And I think that's... What was I talking about? You were talking about blowing up a plastic bag and floating down the river. Yes, floating down the Apple River. The Apple River? That's what it was called, the Apple River. And we'd float down there, and when I'd get to the end, and there's a waterfall, and you'd have to get off. And a lot of times I'd miss the off-ramp and have to scramble up some jagged rocks. And then I'd get home. And... And that's not based on anything? That's just a real memory that you just had? It's not a reference to... mm -hmm. That's not a reference to anything. That's just a real memory I have floating down the Apple River with a plastic bag as my only flotation device while people are playing some form of tennis, but without the net, I don't want to go back into all that again, but they're hitting balls in the middle of the water, and well, I don't know what to I, say. I, don't, some, I would like to just quickly point out before uh, I, I take my leave and 
write all of this down in my diary, that I think you have a real issue with tennis without nets. And I think that probably means that it represents something for you. I mean, it represents not being tennis, I guess. I mean, that's my thing is, if there's no net, why are we calling it tennis? Do you feel personally affronted when someone labels something (laughs) when it's clearly not that thing? Of course. Who wouldn't? Somebody walks in the room, they're going to piss on my leg and call it rain? It's not rain, it's piss. And if they're playing tennis without a net, huh? Did that also happen to you? That did happen to me. My grandfather, every time he'd come back from the bar, he'd piss on me and tell me it was raining. Oh boy, looks like a rainstorm coming in, Tucker. This is your mother's father? He this is like my grandfather. Look, for the most part, he was a good man. He was a nice man, but he was former military and he had a dark side to him. And when he would drink, it would come out. And he didn't want to be... Let's just say you didn't want to be in the way when he started shooting off from the hip. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Well, you are, and I... I want you to take this as the compliment it's intended to be, a very damaged person. Yeah, that's true. Deeply, deeply scarred, very damaged. Well, I think I like to think of all the things in my life have worked together to make me into the strong knowledgeable person I am today. Well, I'm going to get going. Um, Elsa and Stu have been playing a little game of tennis, just sitting across really? from each other on some deck chairs. Just hitting a ball back and forth. No, 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 no. Is there a just net a... involved? No, no. No net. It's just not a tennis. Game of they're, tennis. They're not playing tennis. That's not tennis. Well, they call it tennis. It's not tennis. Well, I don't know what to do. They can tell call you. it the Hoover Dam if they want to, but it's not holding water. You get my drift? I do. Um, if you feel like you need to address that with them, I encourage you to do so. They 100% are calling it tennis. Oh, fuck those guys. Yeah. Fuck them. Pieces of shit. Tucker, I can see I've lifted your mood considerably. Now you're well, I was feeling be. better, but now I'm pissed off again. I'm glad I was able to help. I'm just glad we were able to have this little chat together. I'm sure Natalie would be very proud of all of the nefarious deeds that you now feel like slightly regretful about. Yeah. Not that regretful, but slightly remorseful. Oh yeah, I'm totally slightly remorseful. I think I'll end this log of sorry not sorry by saying... I've thrown all those cassette tapes over. It's been fun playing this game of verbal tennis with you, Tucker. It's, well, no net. Sorry, not sorry out.